Hey, how you guys doing? It's producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to What We Missed in Wrestling, our recap podcast. Started in 1989, we are all the way up to 1991 with a dueling podcast, a uh, Howl at the Moon type situation. Uh, we're getting under Brother Beavis' skin here early on the line tonight. It's Brother Beavis. What's happening, man? Hey, what's up? Hey, apparently, I and mean, we've known each other for years, but apparently you have a disdain for Howl at the Moon. I've never been, but I've driven past it a couple of times. Not, not down with the Howl at the Moon? It's just like... Like I was telling somebody this week, like I have the least inclusive music taste. Like, <laughs> like uh, every song I like has already been written, yeah. and I probably have it on CD and converted it over. Yeah. And there is no way a piano is going to render anything that I like. <laughs> so that's like uh, stripper prices on drinks without mm. the strippers, and hey. just like too loud to talk. And I think they might charge a cover to get in. So, oh, yeah. Word. yeah. That yeah. might be why I never been. That probably that, a, that covered it right there. That's like a place you have to go when you're already drunk to mm. realize that you should. And that's to mask the fact that you should just never be there. There you go. All right. Well, we're going to dueling pay-per-views because if you listen to the last pay-per-view we did, when we did the preview for the next ones, these are both kind of awful. Maybe one a little bit more awful than the other, and y'all can decide, and we will too. It's WrestleMania 7, and then Super Brawl, the first Super Brawl, and we'll get through the Wikipedia facts and all of that stuff like we normally do, but this is not a great time for either promotion, and there's going to be some fairly massive changes, especially the WCW at the end of this one. So, uh, I mean, yeah, 91, it's March and May of 91, so where are you at? uh in the middle years of college and co-op and you know you know just being a professional student and Mm. uh yeah this is this is definitely a time i would go back to not Mm. only because it was fun but also if i could impart life lessons on that gentleman (laughs) influence the later years of his career yes would be to both of our you you know that's right yeah uh yeah i'm is spring ish. I probably was on spring break tour, uh, uh, for tennis. So that's probably in Hilton Head or wherever the hell we went for there. That was there for like a week. And then May, I would have been getting close to being home for the summer. And 91, I think this is when my shift started from changing my major. I was like, Oh, I was going to do, you know, criminal justice or whatever to being a teacher because i think i started working summer camp in 91 shouts out alan jewel and uh <laughs> i think that's when that started like there was like a three-year run where i did camp and right up until i graduated so yeah just uh a, an interesting time for me for sure but it is more interesting than these wrestling matches all right so if you're following along on youtube you can see our slides here this is the dueling howl at the moon podcast here wrestlemania 7 our main events both for the heavyweight championships of the respective promotions sergeant slaughter the heavyweight champion for the wwf at the time facing the immortal hulk hogan it is this dropped i would assume for the first time or the first time i heard it by vince mcmahon on the intro versus uh rick flair versus tatsumi fujinami where the championship is disputed from the previous what was it starcade 
uh, where the WCW championship is now being considered different than the NWA championship. So Fujinami has the NWA title. Flair has the WCW title. And there's like a dispute in between these two events, essentially. And what those are your two main events, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think that what hit me in between the last podcast and now is we never even we didn't register at all like Sting's Sting's championship run like ended off camera. It was yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it wasn't the like I don't think the, the championship was defended at the last pay-per-view we watched. And he had lost it prior to that at, I guess, like a house show or something. Wow. And it was yeah. it was like a I don't know, it was like. 75 days you know it wasn't mm-hmm. like it wasn't a tommy rich run no. but like it didn't even register last time he had already lost the belt because i was like hey wait when did because they made such a big deal about putting the belt on sting and he had mm-hmm. finally got over flair and whatever and flair couldn't put over anybody but him because he made the promise and all of a sudden we're back to flair i was like yeah. wait because now because you see that <laughs> picture he's got his black scorpion hair yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> so this is uh- like his uh, hair hasn't had a chance to run out, grow out, yeah. but he separately won the championship since the last time we saw them. Well, remember, this is, he's, again, spoiler alert, uh, this is Flair's last match in WCW of, uh, like, in two months, he's gone. But remember, this is Jim Hurd, where he wanted mm-hmm. to call him Spartacus to yeah. cut his hair, get an earring or whatever. So he did the haircut. Uh, he didn't do the earring and do the Spartacus gimmick. And speaking of gimmicks, we're going to see a pretty terrible one here coming up on Super Brawl. But yeah, well, he, had I mean, to, he had to do the haircut to fit into the black scorpion mask. Yeah. Which, which was, so. yeah. It's, it, it's, this ain't a great time, y'all. Like it's called what we missed in wrestling, but I'm not sure how much we really sure we missed. missed it. But, yeah. <laughs> but I will say as bad as WCW is and has been, this yeah. is kind of like their rock bottom. And yeah. I think. They start to build up with what they have in a, as opposed to on the WWF side, they're still the juggernaut that they've always been. But this was like, we're ready to move on from Hogan. Ooh, that was a mistake. All right. Let's sell you Hogan again. Mm -hmm. And so they almost like tried to shift gears, but got stuck. And now is when they really start to get mired. So it's ironic to me. And like I could say, obviously at this point, WWF wcw way below but like it's almost at a point where like wcw is making it better better with what they have than wwf is so whatever and we've seen some like even from the last pay-per-view some switchbacks and you're gonna see even more probably after this um and like i said as we go through it we'll we'll talk about it but yeah all right so uh, well let's start the hell at the moons y'all it's the battle of the uh, america the beautifuls uh you know you get willie nelson at wrestlemania <laughs> uh and you get several google searches necessary for randy <laughs> brown who sang it at super brawl because when i looked up randy brown on several occasions it was not this particular lady yeah. uh so yeah it was it was yeah. a little you had to find spell. by far has the uh guest superstars and actually as as hokey, we'll, obviously we'll get into this, but as hokey as the situations they put him into, like Regis and and, uh, and Alex Trebek, yeah, killed it. They were they were made for the they were if the job was to put corny jokes out, like yeah. they delivered. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, like you know, obviously Willie Nelson versus several searches of Randy Brown. <laughs> 
not a contest, but also like they keep trying to trot out Jason Hervey mm. from one of the years. I, <laughs> you you taking yeah. my note here because I'm like, all right, so they got Alex Trebek. Yeah. They got Regis Philbin. They got Marla Maples, which makes no sense. And then the former guy wow. sitting in the front row there too. Yeah. Henry Winkler popped in there. Yeah. You know, the Fonz. I'm like, yo, they got some stars, but here, confession time. I don't know when it started. I had to be when I was young or, um, like Regis, always a fan. Like he, before the Kathy Lee stuff, like when he had his regular show, I must have been home either in the summer or whatever. Like I was always a fan of that show when it was Regis and Kathy Lee. I kind of hated it because of her, but I still watched it when I had the chances to because he's just he was just so I don't know. I just always like Regis, and um, so like seeing him on here and then doing commentary essentially in the main event. Like I mean he. He was built for that. Like he, you clearly he liked wrestling. Like I don't think that was a surprise thing for him. Yeah, so. I mean, he, he says here. I, I think it is. True. He's had most of the guys on the show. I think yeah. he was the, like a friend of the sport, the sport that we yes. call wrestling. Um, yeah, I, it, you know, I I'm not a big talk show guy, but he in no way bothers me and yeah. killed it on this. Yeah, I mean, this is just. I mean, yeah, I, again different americas at this particular time frame or whatever i mean that he oh. couldn't exist yeah he couldn't exist at this point in time on a television right, i i have a two i'm gonna so uh we we, we have some spontaneity i have i'm gonna give you a heads up i have a two americas question coming later okay on make sure you make a note don't let don't skip by it. all right i got you all right so here we go so match by match comparison is what we're going to go through. We look at the, some of the early WrestleMania facts here and the Super Brawl facts. So WrestleMania, 14 total matches, 16,000 people at the LA Sports Complex. The story has been told on Cornette's podcast and others that they were trying to go into the LA Coliseum, but uh, they couldn't sell it out. And so they moved down to the sports complex, which was a lot smaller. They blamed it on security issues because of the Gulf War, but they just couldn't sell it out. So they moved into the smaller facility. Super Brawl 13 matches, 6,000 people in the Bayfront Center in St. Petersburg. Your commentators, Jim Ross and Dusty Rose, Bobby Heenan, except when he's managing and various others to help him out and, uh, Gorilla Monsoon. By far the superior team. I would say by far to pretty much all the other teams except the one with Ventura because Gorilla is perfect for any heel uh, commentator. He's just, and, he he's perfect. Yeah, and I think I'm going to say that Gorilla and, and, and Bobby are better than Ventura because Gorilla doesn't go after Ventura in the way that he does Bobby. There's yeah. more of a balance. Like Ventura and, and, and Gorilla were great, mm. but like gorilla will go after Bobby in a way that I think really sells it. Now, yeah. Bobby Heenan is guilty of some things that probably wouldn't fly in the yeah. modern era during you know this particular right. show. But mm -hmm. yeah, no, gorilla needs a heel. The whole gorilla and Vince, gorilla and Tony, gorilla and yeah. anybody else, awful. Gorilla yeah. and, and Jesse, primarily good because Jesse, this is the team. This yeah. is absolutely the team. Agreed. Uh, and Dusty, not great. No. Like, I think he got a little bit better later on, but this initial, I'm not being a wrestler, I'm going to be a commentator and the booker at the same time, it is not great. Dusty is not great to start with this. We'll see no. it later on, but not great now. And to be fair, like, I don't know. I don't know if there's been like a story, but like, I mean, he was, he was wrestling like 
two months ago. Like, (laughs) why, why is he an announcer? Why can he not? Why shouldn't he like come out of the announcer's table? Why can't he be drawn out? Like, I, I don't think that like, he, he just kind of like went into a new role. Whereas the last time we knew him, he was still an in-ring competitor. So I, and I also think like that we saw the first one where he was, I felt like he was trying to still like trying to tamp it down from the over the top clown show he'd just been in. Now we're getting like regular Dusty, but to me, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's just, he, I think he's growing into it because I feel like I remember that he got better at it, but right now it's not great. And, you know, and Jim Ross, it's Jim Ross, you know, I mean, this is yeah, sports commentator, you know, you would swear, ah, you know, Cincinnati Bengals, former football player, <laughs> NFL. I mean, it's a drinking game at this point. Yeah. Uh, when, you know, when you hear him say these things, right. but I do think, I do think if you have a two man booth, it mo- it works better if there's tension and right. Jim Ross and Dusty Rhodes is not, there's not tension there. Okay. Well, let's go, man. We're going to start off with tag team matches. Now, if you follow on wiki, they're like, Hey, that wasn't match one. It was a dark match with Coco B. Shut up. Like, we're not talking about Coco's well, dark but matches. You, but you gave you gave Super Brawl credit for 13 matches, and the first one was the Mighty Thor and El Cubano. I know, I know, but I, we weren't, and also not on the pay-per-view, uh, to be able to watch, was it? I didn't see it. It wasn't in the recorded, but, yeah. if, I mean, that's a different kind of dark match. So there's, yeah. there's 14 on one that we can watch and 12 on the other. You gave extra credit to the Super Brawl because you're obviously a WCW uh, marketing WCW. WWE. <laughs> WCW so. hacks. Uh-huh. All right. So WrestleMania 7, y'all, we're jumping to the matches. Uh, It's the Rockers versus Haku and the Barbarian. The Rockers win. Okay. And then, man, the naked picture having free birds of somebody <laughs> of importance in WCW versus the young pistols for the U.S. tag team titles. And again, the free birds on a pay-per-view are awful and also still win at the same time. They have Diamond Dallas Page as one of their mouthpieces and Diamond Dolls and Dick, Big Daddy Dink. Big it's Daddy still, Dink. the presentation is all shitty still. And that's it. I got nothing beyond that. Well, so yeah, so we have the. This is the per, perhaps the first appearance of the. It's not the powers of pain. What were the? Because the powers of pain was the barbarian and the war. Oh, uh, barbarian and Haku. Faces of fear. The faces of fear. So we yeah. have the formative stages of the faces of fear. Yeah. They, they have they have done things separately. They're you know kind of build them up. The rockers. That's their curtain jerking hot mm-hmm. tag team that, one multiple yeah. pack team multiple that we've seen them go on first for sure exactly yeah I, they, yeah they bring the energy they're fine I, again when you have they don't they don't do the underneath baby face thing though like they're just out there throwing blows with dudes that weigh a hundred pounds yeah. each more than them so it seems a kind of it off you know, of course Shawn michaels gets the pin because he's John Michaels, you know, it's fine, but yeah, more than anything, the Freebirds need to be off this pay-per-view, uh, pay-per-view schedule. And I can't wait till we get to the next one to see how they win the Crockett Cup because these motherfuckers will not go away, man. It's awful. Are you? Don't. I'm joking. Okay. No, I'm joking. (laughs) I'm joking. So, but the other, the storyline on the Freebird side was Fantasia, right? Yes. I think is, is Brad Armstrong. Yes. That's right. 
I was against his to, brothers. Like, uh, Wikipedia could not solve that problem for me. Right? Yes, but Fantasia is so Brad Armstrong. Right. It, it's also he becomes bad street or whatever. Yeah. It, it, well, they had a white. A black flunky, and now they have a white flunky, so yeah. they're you know equal opportunity employees. Yeah, so I I think they actually they were talking up the Armstrong family, uh, and then apparently one of them is a free bird's turncoat and yeah. shenanigans. And yes, yep. until those pictures come out, yeah, because we're, we're gonna st- have to deal stuck with, this. with them, and they're awful. God, yeah. it, they, they, if nothing else has been proven, that the free birds this version is just one of the worst shit ever. Yeah, match two, y'all pair. Paired up again, uh, the Texas Tornado, RIP, Dino Bravo, RIP, of, and match two in Super Brawl, Dangerous Danny Spivey versus Ricky Morton, everybody's alive. Uh, the disrespect pin is going to be a <laughs> point in all of these pay-per-view matches, or a lot of them. Uh, these are both just essentially squash matches. I mean, Dino Bravo did get some offense, but Ricky Morton did not. And gets pinned with the standing on the chest uh, by Dan Spivey. So we've seen some pretty terrible Dan Spivey matches. So yes. it's surprising to see him like now being pushed as a credible performer and mysteriously his tag team former tag team partner, who's kind of a member of the Horseman but sometimes yeah. not, is still yeah. on the roster, and we don't know. And their manager is still around, so I'm not sure why the skyscrapers is not still a thing. And master of the power bomb, master of the power bomb, they called him. Come on, yeah. Come so his power bomb is the shit. Uh, Mm. I mean, I'm sorry, the the shitty. I meant to say, (laughs) yeah, the shits, the shits. Um, but to be fair, this is the breaking down of Ricky Morton for him to become Richard Morton. Yeah, in the New York Foundation. Yeah, yeah, so bad. he he has less bad days ahead. I won't say yeah. better, but so that the Texas Tornado Dino Bravo three minute match was uh, yeah throwaway, and then the good yeah. guy win. Yeah, discus punch or whatever, or whatever they call this punch. But yeah, that's whatever. They're all yeah, they're all dead. I'm sorry. I'm still astounded <laughs> by the just like. I mean, I guess it's the difference between when your daddy runs the federation mm. and you're a superstar versus you're not bigger than everyone else that we have jacked up. Yeah, um, I mean, again, there's a good wrestler obviously in there, but it's just yeah. buried by his freaking demons i mean uh, you know he might have been okay for this match but i mean obviously on the day-to-day he just couldn't get through it uh and that's a shame too but you know i cannot tell you how i am for that iron claw yeah i'm I'm gonna see it i mean this is gonna be with my wife is gonna be like fucking uh the red wedding like no (laughs) this shit let's go in (laughs) a wrestling oh (laughs) <laughs> they all did. They all did. Lord, happened. Why'd you take me to this shit? Right. <laughs> Match three across the board, y'all. The British Bulldog R.I.P. versus the Warlord with Matilda, who I would assume is R.I.P. as well. And um, <laughs> it's Reggie's corner, y'all. <laughs> all right. And Tommy Rich versus Nikita Koloff, and obviously Nikita is the winner here. Again, you just, I mean, Warlord and Bulldog was actually not a bad big man match. I, I keep saying, like, damn, Warlord probably could have been a bigger star, 
I mean, he could even talk a little bit. I'm surprised it didn't work out a little bit better. Why does him. he have a magic wand in the family? Yeah, with the, the W mask. on it. <laughs> the wizard from Cookie Chris. Like, no, look, man, Bulldog is, this is the, the separation from him from the tag team now where he's going to be become like this singles person. He's not long for freaking w, WWF though here either because he's mm-hmm. going to be in WCW fair enough here soon too. Warlord is Warlord. And then, I mean, they keep rolling Tommy Rich out here like his 81 Georgia championship. And he ain't won shit. He beat the Cuban assassin since we did this. <laughs> and I yeah. think the six man tag with, with, uh, Junkyard Dog and Tommy Rich. Or, yeah. They and, were the yeah. six man champs. But yeah. again, he's about to become Thomas Rich. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He so is going to go York yeah. Foundation too. We got to tear him down so he yeah. can be, uh, a mid mid Carter instead of yeah. a lower mid Carter. Man. Yeah, Nikita's back. Uh the 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 luster or the, the shine is completely off though. Like yeah. you I know, agree. he was the big monster, now he's just Nikita. And it's not because he's smaller, because he is, but it's just like Yeah, but this isn't like Nikita with hair throwing drop kicks. He's yeah, still that's true. kind of the same size, like unless yeah. you had the side by side, you'd be like Okay, that's the key to call it. But yeah, you're right. Like he's yeah. not, he's not yeah. the unstoppable. Yeah, they don't know what to do with him, and you know he probably needs a mouthpiece too. And it, yeah, it's it's not a great time for Nikita. But and yeah. I gotta tell you, the Russian sickle is not the left-handed clothesline on a Mulkey that from from. No, him. yeah, it didn't look the same. I mean, he caught him with it. He beat him with his finish, which is fine. But it, yeah, it's just it's not the same. Uh, but I'm gonna take that back on a. Not a two America thing, but I'm going to take something back for one of these matches when we get later on to the show. Match four, y'all, for the U.S. Ta- World Tag Team Championship in, the, in WrestleMania. It's the Hart Foundation's RIP Jim Neidhart, uh, and versus the Nasty Boys, who just were on the last WCW pay-per-view we watched. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, they win the World Tag Team Championships. The Nasty Boys, there's a, a, what, the megaphone gets hit on Jim Neidhart. Not the helmet, whatever. The, it was so the he's helmet. Wearing oh, a okay. helmet. Mm, okay. For, I was sitting there the whole time. I was like, Why is he got a helmet on? Love. Yeah. It I don't is know if he fell is. down the steps or like. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. So then he just randomly pops the helmet off and hits him. Yeah. I was sitting here like, the good guys have won the first three matches. I don't. What are they setting us up for? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. You, you. I've watched. I've seen this a couple of times now. Uh. Bret Hart's got boo boo job face going to the yeah, ring. Does he? I didn't yes. look for that. You, if you go back and look at it, you'll be like, Oh damn, you would know immediately now that they were about to lose. Um, so well, I, you know, we'll get to it at the end of the notes or whatever, but this is their last tag team match together. This is oh, the really? split. Yeah, this is the split of the Hart Foundation. They wind up this is it. You know, they go separate ways, they both become singles. I, it worked out for one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one didn't. And then Super Bowl, we got Dustin Rhodes versus Terrence Taylor of the York Foundation with Miss Alexandra York and Mr. Hughes as now the black bodyguard. Uh, Dustin wins. Uh, again, his daddy's the booker. Obviously, he's like, I love my son, all these types of things. I was like, oh, this is before Marlena gets in there and uh, tears guts up because, um, yeah, yeah this, you, you, you can – Clearly see there was a different person in there and then this is, it's just going to go to shit. I, honestly, that's probably the more interesting story 
as to how their freaking relationship broke up because of this girl and woman. Um, because the match, whatever. And Terrence Taylor, it is, it's going to come up with another wrestler here. He cannot overcome that Red Rooster gimmick. He never, he never recovered, which no, is sad. Absolutely not. Absolutely yep. not. Yep. And, he never you know, recovered. And it's sad because, like, probably without, I think this is the core of it. Like, probably without Dusty on the mic, Dustin Rhodes could have been the new Dusty that could yeah. have been pushed to the, you know, championship level and been one of their stars. Yeah. But, there's really no way for him to break out of that shadow. And I think that is the core of not only the relationship and I, you know, that we saw the behind, we saw the, with the WWF biography and they for sure painted Marlena as, as yeah. the villain. And there, there's maybe some truth to that, but I think also like it was going to be impossible for him to, to break out of his dad's shadow here. And, and the move to gold dust was, Damn. you know, the obvious, obvious attempt to get some distance from that, but his in ring is, is incredible. It's amazing. And yeah, yeah. I mean, he's so good. Like the yeah. natural is, is, is absolutely Perfect. a way to describe him. And yeah, I mean, he's wearing his daddy's boots. Yeah. Like, I mean, what did y'all think was going to happen here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he's like an in shape dusty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, it's, I mean, he's obviously had success. He seems like he's in a really good place. Um, still good today. Like, he's still better today than most people that are, that are still doing it. Yeah. I mean, no, um, he's, he's great. I mean, it's like, I mean, again, I mean, and Terrence Terry Taylor is a good heel. He is like, he is a yeah. perfect mid card yeah. heel, but he could have been probably a main event heel because of his in work. I mean, his in ring is incredible too. Like, it's just, he couldn't overcome that gimmick, man. They just killed it. I, I feel so not bad, but whatever, not whatever close to bad is, that's how I feel. All right. New world tag team champions, by the way, nasty boys who suck. Yes. Okay. So this is what I was talking about before. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So match five, y'all. WrestleMania has the blindfold match between Jake Roberts and, uh, Rick Martell. Um, and then Super Brawl has Big Josh, who is, what's that? Matt Bourne, who's uh-huh. RIP and Black Bart, who was surprisingly alive. Um, <laughs> that was a shock to me. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is definitely going to be another RIP, but it's not. The winner was Big Josh. He came to the ring with two bears, man. It was the best part of either of these shows. Yes. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> two whole, not, and not like, oh, this is like two little bears. No, no. two whole ass bears. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like in a different internet world, he probably dies. Like honestly, somebody does something, and the bears maul him on camera and uh, cut cut to the cut to the crowd shot. Because that was the best. I, yeah. I was like, oh shit, these are real ass bears. <laughs> like, just straight up, like, come on, we got this match, son. Let's go. I was just, I was like, this is so good. Oh my god. I uh, yeah. I'm like, well. Okay. <laughs> but this is like, this is why w, WCW clowns themselves. They got a guy. It's like one thing to have a dog come out. To, they got yeah. a dude with bears coming out oh, to the ring. Oh, they got a bulldog. We're going to get two bears. <laughs> some bears. Yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> All right. The other Black half. Black Bart. Yeah. Can we talk about Black Bart? 
Okay. Did, did Black did Black Bart? No. So what? Black Bart was somebody, but he, he was somebody. At my some initial point. thought was like I thought that was like did Sam Houston take a title? But Sam Houston took the Western States, not the Western States. Harry he took some title from, but that was from Crusher Khrushchev, right? Yeah. Black Black Bart did, did did he take Sam Houston's title before he got rid of? It's the name sounds more familiar than I am with his work, yeah. but. I I I was surprised he was alive because he looked fairly out of shape here yeah, in 1991. He's I was from like, like that 83, 84, 85 era, like JCP, yeah, but. yeah. I, I, he he was struggling to get through this match. Speaking of struggling to get through matches, okay. So here is the what I was thinking when I was working out this morning. Here is the yin and yang offense. <laughs> this shit is awful. <laughs> okay, like this, this, this gimmick match or whatever of a blindfold match between these two people who had like a, a fairly blood feud or whatever is it, it, is stupid. However, if you listen to this or watch the audio, the crowd is way into this shit. Like they are way into it, probably because if they want to see somebody get DDT. That's fine. Like I can live with that part. They're into it, but. Vince had convinced himself that this is something that you should do on the granddaddy of the biggest stage of them all, blah, 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 blah. But it shows his yin and yang. This is a terrible idea. But he sold so much of the idea that this could happen that people still got into it. Like they were still into the idea of watching this terrible match. I mean, people were screaming and yelling when they were getting their hands on each other. Yeah. And so to take this to, Tony Khan, you, you can suspend disbelief still in wrestling. Like it can be done. They just refuse to do it in AEW. Like they yeah. do. They just refuse to do it. Like it's just like, uh, you know what? Screw it. It does none of this matters. People lost their shit for a freaking 12 minute match with two dudes and blindfolds that they could clearly see through. You can make matches today where people are emotionally invested. Yes, yeah. I know it's fake. Yes, I know it's predetermined. Like I know all of that, but you can still suspend disbelief. Right. Right. Even yeah. for even for a terrible match. And this is terrible. Like one of the worst gimmicks of all time. Right. But it can be done. I, that's the part I think that frustrates me. One of the things that frustrates me most with AEW is that everybody's winking at the camera. I don't call it winking at the camera. It's just like they don't care that the cameras are there. We're just going to do whatever we want. It doesn't really matter. Like, because everybody knows that it's fake. Like, I know that it's fake. You know that it's fake. We all know that it's fake. But, like, could you give me, like, a 10-minute match where we pretend it's not fake, please? But, like, you know, in this era, like, the impact of the Frankensteiner... One of the craziest moves that anyone's seen at this time. It's just, it's beyond. Like, people yeah. are sitting there waiting, like, watching a Steiner's match, waiting for the Frankensteiner. Right. But when you have your matches built on giving the equivalent of 12 <laughs> Frankensteiners, like yeah. a Frankensteiner, which is just a regular Hurricane Rana now, yeah. and a Canadian Destroyer, and yeah. some kind of dive, and a top rope you know just just like you know 12 spots equivalent to the frankensteiner yeah. it's just 
every one of them is worse because of it. Yeah. Like Jake and, and Rick Martell take one bump in this match. Right? Yeah. You know, and it's over as fuck. Yeah. Um, People are nuts. And it's, and it's over not only because of Jake's like sinisterness, but just like Martell's clownish heelish selling. Yeah. Who this guy sold his soul. Like, yeah, but <laughs> you know, cash that check, Rick Martell. Like wow. it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's, it's storytelling with little physical effort, as little physical effort as you can possibly put in. Right. But if you do it right, that's the way all these matches are supposed to be. Like none of this shit's supposed to be physically challenging mm. and, you know, give me, give us one high spot, give us a long story and one high spot and a good finish. Yeah. And we should be happy. And yeah. it's completely evolved away from that. Yeah. It's all high spots. No build up to matches and then yeah. just and everybody kicking out. I, I just it's got into it with some fucking finish ever. Yeah, I just got it was about this. I just got into it with somebody on Twitter yesterday. They played a clip of when sometime when what's her what was her name over there? Sasha Banks. When she lost her title to I think it was Alexa Bliss. And you know, she missed a spot or something like that, and then Bliss hit her with a DDT pin, one, two, three. <laughs> and they was like, Oh, she got pinned with this the DDT? Like DDT what was, the, the, yeah. it was the most deadly finisher ever. Well, and the funny thing too is like the WWF, the DDT is untouchable. Yeah. Now we have the the fear, the Freebirds are the master of the shitty DDT. Which yeah, they still get wins <laughs> off. Yeah, and Arn has adopted DDT, and it looks mm-hmm. like a thousand times better. Yeah, so it's I mean it's just insane. I was like, um, I I think my tweet was like the young books got y'all fucked up yeah. because. Like everybody don't kick out of everything, yeah. man. It's not what it's supposed to happen. Finish five times, you're finished. Sucks. Yeah. Speaking we'll of which, that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, womp womp. Uh, not this one, no. Uh, match six, y'all. Uh, gimmick v gimmick. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. WrestleMania gives us the Undertaker with Paul Bear, R.I.P. versus Jimmy Snooker, R.I.P. Um, okay, so you want to know how far Jimmy Snooker's done fall down the car? He didn't even get an intro. He's already in the ring, people. Like when the Undertaker comes out. Uh, so yeah, this, that's how far the mighty have fallen. He kind of had boo boo job face too. But then at Super Brawl, the great and magical, wonderful Oz led to the ring by Gandalf. <laughs> I don't know. Mixing properties here. We know that it's Kevin Nash in this ridiculous suit. He comes out, beats a job guy in seconds, literally. And the entrance and all that took probably seven times longer than it was for him to get to the ring. 20, uh, uh, 26 second match. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's just bad. What was the, I can't remember what his, the finish was. What, what did he didn't use the power bomb? I don't think. I think he used something. He used the, like the spin. Didn't he use the spinning? Like oh, thing yeah. where he put him the on the F5. bridge and spun yeah. him around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, awful. Just awful. Undertaker. Great. Again, we saw him as mean Mark Callis a few pay-per-views ago. Perfect gimmick. Perfect dude. Perfect push. Like this is Vince as a genius here because he found like something that worked with people and pushed it and pushed him over the top. You know, and WCW had him and do it. Could have been a WCW star like that. Yeah, that that uh, gimmick or lack of gimmick would have fit in, and they could have done something with him. He's great. Yeah. Um, and we've seen him now. This is the second pay per view, and they hadn't 
now they're starting to make him the unstoppable mystical monster. And right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and this yeah. is the start of the streak at WrestleMania too. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, where he doesn't lose. Was he wind up losing to what to uh Brock Lesnar, oh, I believe. Yeah. yeah. That uh people were shocked amazingly. But yes, we have Kevin Nash here. Now look at you know. So is Snuka? Has he murdered yet? Or not? I think he has already murdered. Right. So yes, he's just holding on. You're yeah. You're you're living your best life collecting a check. So go job to the to the Undertaker. But I think he's out of here after this too. And he, we talked about this before. I don't think he ever makes it down south. Like he doesn't wind no. up in WCW at all. But it's probably because right. of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me, Ted Turner. <laughs> But I kill people rocks. and smoke rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now about this Oz business. So yeah. this, I think part of the story is TBS had the rights to the Wizard of Oz and everything. So blah, blah, blah. Yes. But then the, I just want to say this, like as somebody who was playing D&D at the time, <laughs> this is why y'all fucked us. Like y'all showing your <laughs> fantasy shit. Like, oh, that's some nerd stuff. Like, no, this is not. <laughs> They called him the wizard. That's not what this is. Like, yeah. no. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I, what Turner bought, like, all the classic. Well, I think that's where Turner classic movies originally started from, is that he bought the rights for all of those things. I don't know if he started colorizing shit here before, because that's what really pissed people off. Um, but, yeah, it was that was part of this, and they wanted to move. Because I think we got a mummy coming soon, too. I think it's the Yeti. They don't call it the mummy. Uh, there's some. Cornette did the mummy in, in, uh, Smoky Mountain. Smoky yeah. Mountain. Well, they're going to, yeah, I think we get a Yeti of some yeah, sort like that here. Yeah. I mean, again, this ain't a great time for WCW, but you get Kevin Nash. He was in really good shape at this particular point because also he's 27, what I use younger at this point. Uh, but you know, he's, he's super green. You can very much tell. We're going to get Scott Hall or oh, what is yeah. he called? What's the he called? Stud. The diamond stud, yeah, appearance here shortly too. But he ain't long for WCW either. He's about to leave too, you know, to go up north as well. So they didn't know what they were doing, y'all. They had some great talent and they just screwed it up, WCW. Mm-hmm. Bad booking. Match seven, y'all. This is a howl at the moon right here. WrestleMania gives us an all RIP or y'all, like an all RIP. Warrior, Savage, Sherry. He, oh no, now he is not involved in this. But yeah, that's it. Like everybody's dead. Let's talk about the Super Brawl match first. It's a tape fist match. There's like three gimmicks on a row here from a Super Brawl. Tape fist match, Barry Wynn and Brian Pillman, RIP. Uh, it's a continuation from the war games that we saw in the last pay per view where they were feuding there. I mean, it's a decent match or whatever. I mean, you know, I have nothing wrong with it. Barry Windham is amazing. He's not nearly, he, you could see him getting a little bit out of shape here as opposed to the last pay-per-view. But I mean, everything looks good. Everything. I mean, he's so fucking good. It's, it's insane how good he was and how they botched that all up too. But I don't recall the tape fist being any part of this match. No, they just, I mean, I mean, a lot of their offenses is both on punching. Both of them get color. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, and fairly decent one. I'm going to pay a compliment to Hogan here later too, but like these were pretty decent, like, you know, high jobs for getting, getting color for both of them. Like Wyndham's, I didn't even notice at all. I had to watch it two times. I'm like, I guess that's when he got it. I don't really know, but Barry Wyndham wins superplex into a roll up pin. You know, that's it. 
And this was really just to to set them up to come out later. Yeah, but, but a good match, though, between two good wrestlers. Yeah. You know, again, I hate later on Brian Pillman, the freaking Booker man and all that bullshit. I hate that so much. But hit babyface Brian Pillman is at least likable. Yeah. Uh, so this WrestleMania match, though, between Warrior and Savage, it's got a retirement step to it because Savage has to retire if he loses. Uh, which he does. And, um, this is a 20 minute match with the warrior. Uh, not a great idea. Two, knowing that Savage used to write out all his shit. How did that work with the mm-hmm. warrior? Yeah. I, 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 and again, I hear all these stories about Randy Savage. Randy Savage has to be the nicest motherfucker in wrestling. To allow Hogan to do what he did, where he kicked out of his freaking, uh, the elbow off the top rope and then just fucking pending. To allowing Warrior to kick out of three elbows off the top rope. Five. Was it five? Was it five? I, 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 I text y'all when I was watching this the first time. I'm like, you're going to hate the fucking ending of this shit. But what's worse? Like, Hope, uh, Warrior just kicks out of the fifth elbow. I know mm. that's a ridiculous thing to say. Whereas Hogan is on his feet before Macho <laughs> after a single elbow. Like Macho kicks the shit out of Hogan. Like, uh, hey. like Macho kicks, like Hogan gets very little offense in that match. Yeah. Macho kicks the shit out of him for most of the match, hits his finish. And Hogan is literally on his feet before Macho goes into a 12-second finishing sequence and pins him with no problem. Uh-huh. Versus Macho, or versus, like, Warrior at least, like, just kicks out mm. and then is still has to be, like, wrestled from that point forward. Yeah, that was weird, too, that they continued the match from there. Like, I guess he was like, well, look, don't just beat me like Hogan did right after he kicks out of all my yeah. shit. But, yeah, they had, like, a match afterwards. The funniest thing to me in this was, like, when Gorilla had to explain, like, that. <laughs> so, the plot, so the plot of this match is. Yeah, there's a secret. Ultimate y'all. Warrior calls into question whether or not he's supposed to beat the Macho Man. Because yes. I think the Macho Man kicked out of, like, an earlier version of his finish. Yeah. So he has to, like, consult the ropes and yeah. his hands. And the, the heavens. And yes. The heavens yeah. Or whatever. Oh, and, and, and Gorilla has to explain this nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, like, they try and sell it that, like, his, the, you're right. Like, the, 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 he gives him three finishes, if I recall. I think, I think Warrior gives, uh, Macho three finishes and he yeah. keeps like knocking him out of the ring. The shoulder block, yeah. yeah the shoulder block is keeps knocking him out of the ring. He finally throws his shoulders about and then he does a big splash or whatever. And he he pins him with the foot on the chest, which yeah. So they try to sell it, I think, as like he's Macho Man has given everything he has, so mm. like, he can be pinned with it, whatever, whatever. But this was so clearly to set up like then the big storyline with we are this. Not, we we've we've communicated. We're not fans of WWE, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're, we're we're fans of hey. like more of the WCW era, Liz. 
Um, but yeah, WWF with the prom dress and uh she finally Fuck. gets physical with Sherry who Sherry yeah. break her in half. Yeah. I think we've established this. Point. Yeah, her and her fucking huxtable sweater out in the stands, yeah. biting her fingernails. Who, I'm like who's that in the ring? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean the whole thing is very contrived. It was t- to sell and turn Macho Man or whatever. And then don't worry, fans, this retirement isn't gonna last too much longer because Somebody's gonna work with Flair. Whoa, what what did I just say? Wait, what did you say? Yeah, that, there's that. Oh, oh yeah, and this sets up the the wedding of Liz and Macho as they've gotten back together. And they've done a whole ass domestic violence uh <laughs> angle here. Yeah. What what are what are we selling here, folks? What what really are we selling? Because um yeah. But anyway, yeah, they're but they're already married, I believe, at this point in time. That is so. true. That's the only reason she's been on this program, right? Yeah, uh, and yeah, because she's not good at anything. No. Um, so <laughs> she's not good at anything. But yeah, this is disrespectful to Macho. I can't believe he agreed to it at all to be pinned like that. He's the former world champion. Like I just, I, I can't imagine. I can't. He has to be like a decent person or had to be a decent person on the inside i think it's his birthday by the way he would have been 71 if i saw that on the internet correctly today it's um, just but, crazy yeah. because it, he's so good like, yeah he's he's there's nothing the, the most talent i'm like i'm thinking over just the the short stretch that we've watched yeah just in aggregate in the ring on the mic as a person with a gimmick like yeah the and, most talented person in WWF, but he doesn't, he doesn't have, he's, he's not a monster. Yeah. And then he's about to become one because he's going to get on the gas here pretty strong here soon and become like a freaking big chested yeah. chicken leg dude. Yeah. Um, but like he's here not soon a monster, enough. but he stands like he doesn't look out of place with the war. No, he's not at huge. all. Yeah. He doesn't look out of place with Hogan. He's no, huge. Yep, he, not at all. And he works fan- phenomenally with Ricky Steamboat or Rick. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah, and that's the thing too is that he has his ability to work with different people to be able to do their stuff and still get his shit in. I mean, he mm-hmm. man, yeah, Savage is I, great. I, he would have been great in his prime in WCW. The next time we we have a conversation about like a Mount Rushmore or something like that. And we feel yeah. like they're these people that have to be put on because they were the biggest stars that we were faced mm-hmm. with. We might want to think about Macho Man because yeah. he's phenomenal. Just like I never, I never disliked him. I never thought less of him, but it just reinforced like how good he was. I yep. mean, it, but by the same token, I'll say it again because we've already said it. Sherry, yeah, yeah, amazing. Absolutely. Whereas she's in the ring making things happen and doing all of this as much as we liked 1989, 1991, Missy Hyatt. She's useless to be fair. She's just a pair of tits, to be honest. You know, like she's nothing. And even that, and even that job that she is doing, she's bad at that too. Sherry's such a, such a, a personality, such a presence yep. at ringside, bumps yep. like a fucking pinball when it's yep. called for. Um, just like, I mean, she can further angles as well as whoever she's seconding. It's amazing. She's yep. great. Yep. And we get 
years of this with her switching in between like characters, whatever, because she's about to join up, you know, yeah. with DiBiase at the end of this particular thing, you know, before she heads down south here in about a year herself. Oh, that's crazy. Match eight, y'all. All right. <laughs> if you're on YouTube, I ain't reviewing that WrestleMania match. Demolition. I, I didn't even write their name. It was like, come on, son. Like, really? They had some deal with like some Japanese promotion. I ain't, I ain't. And they won. And the Japanese, yeah. I, look, yeah. my, what my note, look, it says winners. Come on, son. Yeah. Like, they're the winners. So yeah. that's fine. But. Like, so what it, what is, what, a, what does that say about, well, this is the, the downside of demolition. Because yes, correct. Like, yeah, cause I think Crusher, Crusher, or Barry Darso is about to be the repo man here very soon. Yeah. So yeah, that's where we are. And well, then. It's interesting ha- that it aligns with the match that you're, you're showing here, cause this is. <laughs> Yeah. Why was this a stretcher match? Because to my uh, mind, yeah, that also doesn't get used at all. Um, and also, I've seen, well, maybe not the second one, but or maybe we'll see it later. Like this is one of the f- two matches I remember on Sid's last nights, someplace getting beat in like minutes and seconds because Luger beats him on his last night too uh, in like fifteen seconds. Oh, is he, um, is he WWF bound now? Yeah, he's WWF bound. This is Sid's last match too. Okay. Uh, he gets beat by Elegante. First time I seen him win anything. RIP, uh, Elegante. Uh, but we get the return of Hakeem, the African dream. I mean, the big, uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? I forget now. Uh, one man gang. The one man gang. Yes. When Kevin Sullivan's like little group right now, he comes in and attacks Elegante, who has no shot. And again, He's going to be in WWEF soon himself. Vince saw that and was like, yeah, let me get more of that. Like that, that's Vince in a nutshell. He's like, I can get any of these people over with the Elegante with it, with the slim good body suit. Isn't that coming soon? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Vince thinks he can get anybody over. Sid leaves and I think he does the I'm friends with Hogan and I turn on him gimmick, I believe. Because he comes in and said justice. Sid justice, yeah. Yeah. Comes in and Can said we justice. Just move on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is a bad slide. It said, come on, son. Can't do it. All right. How about this? This is a little bit better. Two better matches, especially the WCW one. WrestleMania gives you Mr. Perfect RIP versus Mr. Bo- Big Boss Man RIP with Andre the Giant RIP, uh, with, uh, Bobby Heenan RIP. All RIP here. Uh, for the Intercontinental title, Bossman wins by DQ. Decent match. Okay, so I know they run Shawn Michaels for his ridiculous bumps. Uh, but Kurt Angle, man. Or Kurt, uh, or Kurt uh, Henning, man. It's insane, his bumps, man. He does more front flips, back flips. Uh, uh, there was one where Bossman <laughs> takes him to hit him on the top turnbuckle. And he, yeah. he comes off his feet. To land with feet on the bottom rope to take yeah. the the hit on the turnbuckle <laughs> to then do some sort of backflip. Yeah. His selling, yeah, like, it's yeah. his selling is perfect. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, again, I know they run Shawn Michaels for it, but I think people look at Shawn Michaels. He was doing it to be a dick. I don't think Perfect was doing it to be a dick. I just think that was a part of the character. Good lord, so, he he bumps like a pinball for these motherfuckers. Yeah, he it, pins I mean, them usually, but yep. And then Bossman's great. I mean, honestly, yeah. you know, like he could work. He 
you know, he's a big dude, but he could, you know, he could do all of the stuff that big dudes yeah. do, but he could also do the other stuff too. I mean, like Bossman was really good. He just has a yeah. shitty gimmick. Yeah, you know, he's I slimmed mean, down at this point. He's like yeah. quick. He's really quick, and he takes he he can move in the ring. He can take bumps, you yep. know, out of the ring. They these these guys are both really really good. Yeah. No, I, I mean, and again, like perfect is perfect, literally. Like, I mean, yeah. he's the perfect wrestler for that federation at that time. Like, it, when they wanted to do something serious, he could do it, but he could mm-hmm. play up this freaking gimmick to the hilt too. Like, I mean, he just like he was just that dude. Um, but yeah, have you decent seen? Man. Have you seen when he uh, perfect plex the giant? I think I it was in WCW, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely remember seeing. I that. mean put it on both of them but God yeah damn yeah that's so, great i mean yeah he's oof. yeah he's awesome uh super brawl we get a our black on black violence match uh ron simmons versus butch reed r.i.p i just i kind of remembered i r.i.p'd him before but then i was like wait i think he is dead and i had to look it up <laughs> and he is i was like damn not a, not butch reed uh but yeah in the steel cage last pay-per-view they had broken off uh when they lost the tag team titles to the Freebirds. fuck and uh, you know, so this is Ron Simmons' big, uh, babyface turn. Uh, so eventually going to line up with him with the world championship. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, a decent cage match between two dudes that are, you know, laying it in, as they say. You know, I, you know, I don't think Butch Reed's going to give you no pussy ass match. And he didn't. And they beat the shit out of each other. And Ron Simmons winds up winning. But Butch Reed is out of here after this, too. Uh, it's his last match in WCW finishing up, as they say. Uh, to go, I don't know where. Uh, I don't think he winds up in WWF. Has he? I don't. Does he not become the natural butcher? I think that was before we had said. I think this was already before. Yeah, before he came down here. Uh, with Team Jerry Curl. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't think that's. I think the natural came before. But yeah, I mean, good. You know, Butch Reed's good. Hey, Butch Reed's a really good wrestler. You know, I've heard. Go on to anything. Why the hell they? Why the hell they leave? Well, but. Uh, I mean, he, I guess he didn't think there was anything there for him. You know, we're pretty much near the end of the territory system here. So, I mean, where was the else he's going to go? He's already been to WWF. And I mean, they obviously didn't have a whole lot for him too. This is definitely not an era where black wrestlers could do really anything. I mean, what last time we saw Tony Atlas, he was Samba Simba. Uh, and then shit, are there any black people on this fucking WrestleMania car besides Virgil? Uh, Coco Beware was in a dark match. That's lightweight races itself. <laughs> <laughs> and shit, we can't count Tito as black except for the results of his Virgil. matches. Then he is, but Virgil. that's, I mean, I don't think so. Virgil. Virgil. Damn. So, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's just not what the WC, WWF was looking to push at the time. So not even as he, I mean, they don't even have a killer black heel. Not right now. Damn. Actually, did Hogan ever? No, Zeus. Zeus. But that's a that's a that's a clown From show. The gimmick. Of, uh, then somebody yeah. else coming. Night. What? Y- Yokozuna, but he ain't black. black. Uh. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Not not too many minorities there. Mm. Uh, Iron Sheet. He about to get back into it. Actually, at the end of this shit. Um, after he loses or he wins the title, let's move ahead. Match 10, y'all. Greg Valentine versus Earthquake. 
Earthquake wins, duh. Last match for Greg Valentine at WWF as well. There's a lot of, a lot of people finishing up this week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a, there's a, I didn't get a chance to look at it, but, um, there's a shoot interview where he talks about this being his last match. He was like, yeah, I was just done. He winds up at WCW. He's gonna, um, he'll pop up probably at the next pay per view. Uh, and then match 10 for Super Brawl is the Steiner Brothers versus Lex Luger and Sting, which we're going to do a watch-along as we go through this at the end. Uh, so get your peacocks ready if you're uh, wanting to do that. The winners are going to be the Steiner Brothers for the World Championship or World Tag Team titles, uh, a match that's going to have, I think, one match of the year in the Observer or something like that in 1991, um, So, which was kind of funny with light of what the observer recognizes as matches the years now but yeah uh a, a really good match uh between two babyface teams earthquake i forgot the r.i.p r.i.p uh dude is great i mean again he's big fat dude whatever hogan monster fight but he's quick as hell yeah. Th- that freaking finisher looks stupid but he, it works man it just yeah. works like uh yeah a uh, big uh big earthquake fan if nothing else. Match 11, y'all. Legion of Doom, RIP, <laughs> versus Power and Glory, Paul Roman, Hercules, Hernandez, RIP, winners, the LOD. Okay, so what I was saying before I was going to come back to, this is the Legion of Doom that we would like to see. Four or five minute match, even against some fairly decently big dudes, beat the shit seconds. and get out. How long was it? 59 seconds. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even better. I'm counting entrances. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, now I didn't see if Paul Roma and Hercules Hernandez are finishing up because this yeah, is a finish know. up but kind this, of, uh, like this is, this is like what the third or fourth pay per view we've seen them on and they've yeah. not done like this is a squash. This is like, this is not really anything for anybody and they don't have the belts at this point. No, they don't. So, like <laughs> clearly. The WWF had no idea what to do with. Vince well, the backstory no was the backstory was is that the Nasty Boys were supposed to get the title shot against the uh the Hart Foundation, but they did something to them to screw up that shot, and then that's why they got the shot at WrestleMania and their wrestling power and glory. Um, the finisher, great, looks great. Roma took it well. Uh, this is the this is the Road Warriors that they could have given us, but they didn't. They gave us, I don't know what the hell. We'll see it here coming up soon. Plastic freaking shoulder oh, pads. Yeah. Yeah. Have like the 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 dummy coming? I don't think the dummy's there yet. Yeah, it's coming though. Awful. Super Brawl gives us Aaron Anderson versus Bobby Eaton. R.I.P. for the World Television Title. Uh, and Bobby Eaton wins. He wins the TV title. Um. His first singles title, he's not going to hold it for long, by the way, because there's this dude named, I don't know, Stunning Steve Austin uh, that's going to uh, come and take that title from him. I think he holds it for less than a month um, before he loses it to Steve Austin. Uh, it was okay match. This was what we thought was our match watch along was going to be because you had touched two good workers. But it was just kind of an average match. I mean, I, you know, I feel like listening- it was probably the wrestler's match. Yeah, listening to Arn, uh, you know, in his podcast, I mean, him and Bobby Eaton were really good friends. So, you know, I don't generally that turns into them doing a lot of stuff for one another and taking crazy bumps. But this was like a regular ass match. 
lot, a couple of rest holes or whatever lends in a big spot with the Alabama jam, you know, after the interference by Pillman and, and Wyndham. But I mean, it was, I mean, it was not, I've yeah, probably seen like better matches for both. The get back for Brian Pillman, like he lost the match, but he keeps Wyndham from interfering. Yeah. Before he, you know, let Bobby win the, the TV title. Alabama jam. Great. Again, don't know what Bobby's medical situation was before whatever it is that killed him, but. I can't believe his back and yeah. buttocks aren't weren't destroyed from doing that move every few nights. Cause holy shit, like I mean, he comes down fairly hard on his bottom every time he does it. And I I, I can't imagine what his freaking vertebrae look like. That's not good. All right, y'all. Then you got match twelve versus the main event here. I'll do match. I'll do the WrestleMania match. Because what the fuck? Like Virgil versus Ted DiBiase, they've been building this up. Roddy Piper's his second. Um, okay. Uh, Piper is hurt. I don't know if that's gimmick or for real. They say that it was his knee, but isn't I, this is before he had the hip replacement, right? They said he had a motorcycle accident. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds like a gimmick. Um, Uh, or a lie. uh, Yeah. Look that up. Uh, Virgil comes out like he's fucking Muhammad Ali boxing and throwing jabs or whatever in a wrestling match. I'm like, what is this? And Ted DiBiase sold that shit like it was for real. Like, again, DiBiase, very good. Like, in a promotion that liked wrestling, he would have been, like, so over. But this is not the WWF at the time. It's just all gimmick. So, you know, he winds up winning the match by count out after DiBiase goes after Virgil, and then Virgil has to give Piper the after they beat him down Sherry and DiBiase you have to give him the uh you know get up you're not crippled speech you know you can do it and that was that Ric Flair defending the WCW title against Tatsumi Fujinami with uh he has the NWA title or there's some sort of mix up on who's the championship this is when WCW is breaking away from the NWA we have our own championship we're not paying dues to the NWA or whatever anymore blah 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 blah. Flair wins on a roll up where he pulls the tights you said you really like this match I was just like meh did he pull the tights he did he's a cheater oh, man okay. yeah he rolled him up I saw some uh, untanned Japanese buns no I just thought no, no, it wasn't. No, he, well, he might have, but the issue he was he knocked out the, they had two referees. Yeah. They had the Japanese referee and Bill Alfonso of ECW fame. ECW. And, uh, the, they knock out the regular referee and then Flair gets the roll up and Bill Alfonso rolls in like he'd been paid off and knew that spot was coming <laughs> and hits, not a fast count, but it, it certainly did happen roughly. I just thought it was interesting to me that like Flair didn't pull a lot of his regular heelish stuff and he didn't rec- he didn't wrestle as like the heel that he normally is. This was more of like a straight up wrestling match where you mm. get to see like Flair's ability and the respect for, you know, somebody who who can go with him in the ring the same right. degree that he can. Uh yeah. that's what I liked about it. Like it it felt like it had sort of gravity to it. Um but yeah, this was this was um, with Turner's acquisition, the NWA Jim Crocker promotions became WCW. Uh, I think Flair beat Sting to become the first WCW championship mm-hmm. champion. And then they had a, a semi-sanctioned uh, event where 
because Fujinami beat him, he was recognized as the NWA championship. And then we just don't talk about that anymore after this. Right. So, but no, from that perspective, I liked it. Yeah. I just, um, go ahead. The, the, I would like to go back to the Piper and, and Virgil. Sure. So let's, let's <laughs> Is recall, this two Americas? Let's recall. No, 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 okay. but I should ask that now. Um, because I thought you might have hit it. We did talk a little bit about it, but so let's recall that, um, Piper wore half blackface and mm. black body. Yes. And then and then declared that he had no idea that was an issue. Mm. And then Bad News Brown was like, Yeah, that's yeah, fuck that motherfucker. Mm. And now Piper has his black friend. Mm-hmm. This match was disgusting. And fuck Roddy Piper. Yes. And God, there you know, there are some people who have as we watch this, our opinion of them has been elevated. Fucking Piper. It's awful. St- his stealing money. Yeah. <laughs> stealing money from this promotion. And I guess he made it at WrestleMania or whatever. But fuck Roddy Piper. Jesus. Yeah. Yep. All right. It's, my it's... two Americas question was with Alex Trebek. Like, is there a hierarchy of like game shows for like that? I would like the black, <laughs> the, the black hierarchy of game shows versus I don't even know if there is a white hierarchy, but I was like, I I don't know. I've never thought about this. Is there a two Americas on on game shows? Yes, I can answer that question. All right. Um. Okay. So in our youth or whatever. Okay. So black people really loved like um, prices, right? Like that's a real popular like game show. That and the Wheel of Fortune. Like mm. black people love like those two shows, like in our youth or whatever. So if you're talking about older black folks, like my mom, like especially my grandmother at that time, like that's that wheel price is right. Never missed others outside of that, whatever. I mean, you know, jeopardy was on, but it wasn't like a favorite or anything like that. But those two shows, like definitely. Like, but I think that those are, those are in my, my top tier. What about like the Joker's wild? Yeah, that was okay. And when that the is that what what about the one with is with the uh whammy? Yeah, that was real popular there for a bit. Yeah, that was real popular there for a bit. Um, no, that was pretty much it. Like, I mean, being oh younger, younger, like uh, got uh, let's make a deal was kind of popular. Uh, Mm -hmm. like in my house for sure. Um, but top tier is like they love Bob Barker. Yeah, and this might Pat be a case Sajak. where I'm a bad representative of the other America. Yeah, because that's, that's <laughs> those are the pretty much the ones. Yeah, like. yeah. And Pat Sajak before he became a right wing nut job, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, those were fine. Yeah, black people love Alex Trebek though, because there was a time there people thought he was black. So, um, black he, wings he rocking is, the afro. He yeah, he had. Pimp. Yeah, he had the kind of the Jewish guy blowout there, and uh, people thought he was black. But did you yes. see have you ever seen the YouTube clip well it's on YouTube but it was on the show the the clip where he kind of breaks this was after he announced his like cancer diagnosis mm. and some dude had the final jeopardy and he didn't know it so he oh just, yeah he just wrote like we love you Alex yeah he about broke him yeah me too it breaks, it breaks yeah. me yeah, I didn't need to see that sir <laughs> yeah. I didn't need to see that yeah, yeah Alex your back was great and yeah. and in this like so we talked about it a little bit, but like him and Regis, like they are they got better it. on the mic than anybody on this show mm-hmm. with tra- with trash. 
with yeah. trash to deal with. Like, yep. yeah, they're, they're yeah, no, they, they, they got it. You know, they knew how to play in that, this environment or whatever without a lot of prompting, you know, and Marla Maples. Not a Morrison Downey situation. No, not at all. And this Marla Maples just standing there Marla be, or well, what Mary know. Tyler. Mary Tyler Moore at the last right. one too, like we awful. We know why. Well, Marla Maples is in here because it's a goddamn Trump property. Yeah. Man, so whatever. Yeah, but yeah, awful. Mm. All, right. All right, let's finish out the WWF pay per view, y'all, because they had some extra matches. I use different fonts. Uh, Tito Santana loses to the Mountie in like under two minutes, I believe. Is this? Does he? He gets his finish and like he hits the finish in the first second. Yeah, I guess he hits him with the. No, I get he beats he hits him with the the cattle prod. But doesn't is this the one where Tito hits him with the with the fly with the flying burrito instantly? Yeah, yeah, and then the pin, then he gets cattle prodded. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and then I mean Tito, I mean I don't know how many matches he's won while we've been doing this, but it ain't a lot, if any. He was the uh, survivor in the Survivor Series. No, yeah, first person out. I think yeah, that might but, be the one. Yeah, I mean, it, it hasn't been great uh, for Tito. Just a dumb match. Mountie's a stupid gimmick or whatever, too. I, I, additionally, like, I mean, what was that, Jacques Rougeau or whatever? Like, I mean, yeah. come on, man. Like, Tito can't get a win over Jacques Rougeau? Seriously? Awful. And why And why is this the, the, the last? This is the second. Next. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it, you, I, I, you have to imagine that they were getting close to time. Because th- there's no way that Warrior and freaking Savage were supposed to go 20 minutes. There's no way. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. There's no way. Some, that that They had to cut some time someplace else. <sighs> All right, y'all. Your main event, World Heavyweight Champion Sergeant Slaughter using the Iraqi gimmick versus the Invincible Hulk Hogan. <sighs> okay. There's so many things to say. One. Slaughter's really good in this. I, I really have to say, like, he he played his gimmick perfectly. I, I have to say that. Two, I have to give a compliment to Hogan. He takes color here, and he gets a great freaking color job. Like, holy shit. And I couldn't even tell when he did it. There's a chair shot. They don't really cut away. But then when they finally get back to that angle on that side of his face, I mean, a, a crimson mask, I believe, is, is, uh, is the figure of speech because he is just all messed up. And then we go, you know, after that, Savage or Savage, uh, Slaughter tries to put the Iraqi flag on him. And that's what makes up the Hulk up and then leads to the finisher that we've always seen and heard and hated for our entire lives. New world champion Hulk Hogan. I, you've seen this match, y'all. Just minus the Iraqi flag draped over top of him before. Hogan's back. What you got? <laughs> I mean, this is, yeah. They, it, you're right. Like, this wasn't, we, we've seen some slaughter matches where his deliberate approach yeah. seems like he's like the glacial pace, but no, he, he works a great match. Yep. Um, it's not fast paced, but like the whole the finish is weird because like he hasn't beat and then General Adnan mm-hmm. distracts the ref. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. So I, I was like, is this like are they does does Sergeant Slaughter get like a a face run after that? I don't know what he does after this. If he's just gone. No, he no he um 
at the end of this match, and it's not on the pay-per-view, so I had to read about it and see it on YouTube. They go back into the locker room and they do the fire paper flash thing on, on, uh, Hogan. Yeah. Uh, and they throw it in his face and then like Sheik comes back and they wind up having like, uh, it's SummerSlam, which I believe is the next one. It's oh, no. Hogan and Warrior versus oh, no. Slaughter. Oh no. Uh, whatever name the Sheik is going by and Adnan yeah. on a, Colonel uh, Mustafa, I believe. Colonel Mustafa, yes. And then they come back, you know, cause Hogan gets flat, paper flash, or whatever. So, yeah, not great. Um, <laughs> that's it, y'all. I mean, again, if you like Hulk Hogan, you, I'm, and again, I, I, as much as I hate to do it, say it, and maybe I'm influenced and they're pumping in crowd noise, when that motherfucker hulks up, them people are losing their shit. They are. They. It is so over. Like, and and again, it's hard for me to believe at fifty whatever years old that people. But I just said it before. People can suspend disbelief for twelve minutes that you really thought Sergeant Slaughter was going to beat Hulk Hogan. Like, you really thought that. Like this. Oh my God, Sergeant Slaughter is going to beat Hulk Hogan. The psychology of the match and everything through the buildup and all of that could have you believing that, even in that building. Knowing damn well that this motherfucker ain't lost in years. <laughs> At this point, he hasn't lost a match by pinfall in years. Yet, for those 12 minutes, you might have thought that that was going to happen. It didn't. He's going to win championship, y'all. And Hulk Hogan wins. There's not even a lot of... uh like posing or whatever at the end before it runs off the air. Cause that's what I'm thinking yeah. that they, you know, they didn't even get a chance to shoot the angle, like on show the angle on the paper. So yeah, Hogan's back y'all. He's a champ y'all. That's it. So let's look at some of the aftermath here. We kind of talked a little bit about it. Uh, before Savage goes into commentary, you know, before his wedding at SummerSlam here in a couple of months. Uh, so Miss Elizabeth, who is back as well. Greg Valentine up and out, headed to WCW. The Wikipedia tells me that that Greg Valentine loses to Irwin R. Scheister at the next. Oh, it does. I thought this was his, his finish up. No. All right, my bad. Uh, Hart Foundation splits up, works out for Bret Hart, uh, for sure. I think. Um, what's his name? Uh, Jim Neidhart winds up forming the New Hart Foundation with Owen Hart. That's later years on. Years later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Undertaker's WrestleMania streak here starts. I don't know how far it got. Was it 13, 15? I don't know. I mean, again, I haven't. More than that. I think. Yeah. Is it that many? I mean, that's had to been like 10 years ago that he lost that match to him and what they're about to do 40. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was a fairly long streak, assuming that he wrestled every single one of them. Um, WCW Flair's gone in two months, y'all. He's headed up there. The real world champion, the digitized belt off of television. Okay. So that's still in 1991 when he leaves. I seen that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was a phone. It certainly wasn't a text or an email. It was a phone call that somebody got that train going. It was like, hey, uh, Flair's on WWF. Mm-hmm. This was that I Tuesday night Titans he shows we up. We weren't seeing these pay-per-views, but I, gar- no. I I strongly suspect we were still watching a Clash of the Champions. Right. And, uh, you know, and a. A, you know, a weekend show or whatever. But yeah. Does he show up on what was it Tuesday Night Titans or that goofy show 
on Thursday. They had some like talk show or whatever. Like he showed up. I don't think it was like he didn't just show up on like superstars. I don't think. I mean, it's going to come up obviously when we go through this, but yeah. Um, yeah, but Flair's gone, man. He's out. Jim Hurd, I hate you. I'm out. He's going to go up there. And again, man, that seemed like Flair was there for a long time. It's like, I think less than a two year run. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> on like, September 21st. 21st episode of Superstars, Flair debuted in the WWE. Oh, okay. See, so it was Superstar. All right. I, I remember seeing it. I remember the belt being digitized out. That's probably the, the thing that I remember the most. And he came up with Heenan, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Sid's last match. Headed to WCW. Butch Reed also leaves as well. So we're going to do that thing that not MAGA versus not MAGA. We're going to do that thing where Brother Beavis looks up the next pay-per-view for each of these promotions. WWF is the easy one, probably, because I would assume it's SummerSlam. Yeah. So SummerSlam 91, the match Summer made Slam. in heaven. <laughs> SummerSlam. So Coco Beware on another dark match. Uh, if you can see my face, if you're on YouTube. Uh, this some bullshit. Yeah, so SummerSlam yeah. is one of my least favorites, but we have the dragon, the British Bulldog. Wait, wait, wait. What dragon? I'm assuming that's Ricky Steamboat, right? So yeah, he's back. Ricky Steamboat, he's coming back. Okay. The dragon, the British Bulldog, the Texas Tornado <clears throat> versus the Warlord and Power and Glory. Oh, so they're not out yet. It wasn't this a squash. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Perfect and Bret Hart for the Intercontinental Championship. Watch along. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, the Natural Disasters and, uh, versus the Bushwhackers. They're still there? Yeah, apparently. Wait. Oh, yeah. Some, oh, no, this is not Survivor Series. That's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Uh, Virgil and DiBiase. Yeah. For the Million Mountie Dollar Bill. Who in Bossman? The Mountie. Mm-hmm. The Nasty Boys and Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Valentine and Erwin Arshister. Mm. And then, as you said, Hogan Warrior versus the Triangle of Terror, Sergeant Slaughter, General Adnan, and Colonel Mustafa. I wonder who gets pinned with Sid Justice as a special referee. Ah, there it is. Sid was like, yeah, it's a special friend that turns. I, th- yeah. it's, I mean, look ahead. I mean, you can look ahead there. I think that's Hogan and Sid in WrestleMania 8. Almost certain. Uh, I think WrestleMania 8 main event is Sid and Hogan. Because they do the build up and the turn. Could be wrong. WrestleMania 8 is Hulk Hogan and Sid. (laughs) Yep. Is it? You are, you are correct. Sir. Yes, sir. Ha ha. All right. Wow. And then the on next the WCW, have... they they were pumping it up on July the 4th. It's Great American Bash. Great American. Probably some country ass act that we've never heard of. <laughs> Randy Brown's sister. Uh, dark. Randy Brown. No mm. pun intended. Junkyard Dog versus Black Bart. PN News and Bobby. Uh... Versus Steve Austin and Terrence Taylor in a capture the flag scaffold match with you know, uh, with Lady Blossom. 
Oh, yeah, that's good. Okay. Let me get a 20. Okay, so I don't know if it's like you, like me, like whatever. I got to find a moment where ain't nobody bothering me. I put this shit on Peacock on the TV downstairs. But them shit feeling Peacock, hey, if you fall asleep, it'll just run to the next pay-per-view. So I'm like watching some shit and I'll, I'll fall asleep. I'm like, what the f- Why? Why is Steve Austin on a scaffold? It's on the same pay-per-view. Like, oh, it's 92. <laughs> like, oh, this- oh, I got to go backwards. I heard this one is like a disaster because it was only it wasn't wide enough for them to actually work. So they oh, yeah, good times. Ugh, PM um, news. Oh, god. Diamond stud and Tom Zink. Mm. We know how that goes. Yeah. Oz and Ron Simmons. Best not be. Ah, uh, and then <laughs> you'll be interested in this: Richard Morton versus yeah. Robert Gibson. Oh, okay. I, I never knew that I, you would assume that he's away. He comes back. What happened to my friend? You know, you turned on me, blah, blah, blah. I never knew that that happened, but yes, that should have happened. So that's good. I don't even want to know the result of refresh. Yeah. Dustin Rhodes and the totally not wild eyed Southern boys versus mm. the fabulous Freebirds with Bad Street now. Do they still have the tag team championships? Are they still the U.S. tag team champion? Um, well, they're not defending in here, so it's not marked. But probably. okay, probably. Uh, wait. Oh, okay. The yellow doll, which is that's Brian Pillman. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's because I think Brian Pillman loses a loser leave town or something. Oh, okay, and yeah, versus Johnny B. Bad. We skipped over. We that, skipped, they, and, and rightfully yeah. we should have. Yeah, they skipped over <laughs> the debut of Johnny B. Bad, and they kicked to Dusty after him talking about doing whatever he was going to do in his overtly over the top freaking gimmick, yeah. which came from Dusty. Yeah, that was Dusty's gimmick. That's Dusty gave him that gimmick, and he ran with it. And again, I always remembered it being over the top. I don't remember it being that over the top. They, they were. Their flamboyant was the code word. Yes, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I got it, but yeah, yeah, it, yeah. and also the freaking blackface in this situation too, because um, if you've seen Mark Merrow, he ain't black, and he certainly <laughs> isn't that color either. Yeah. So that's a whole nother story. But sure, go nuts. Yeah. Um, Big Josh, highlight of this show. Is bears the Bears with, there? With, I don't know. I'm hoping so. With Black Blood, who is Billy Jack Haynes? I think in a mask. Oh, speaking of right wing nut jobs. Yeah. Uh, one Man Gang and Elegante. Sting and Nikita Koloff. Well, that, was, that was the afterbirth after that match because Nikita caused them to lose the tag team champion or the tag team match. So. Uger and Wyndham versus mm. for the vacant WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Yes, because Flair took it. And then wait, who? Luger, Wyndham and who? Luger and Wyndham. Yeah, and the last match is Rick Steiner and Arn Anderson. Oh, versus Arn Anderson and Paulie Dangerously in a steel cage match. Mm. I guess because you have to put the cage on last, but. They didn't do it for this one. Freaking Simmons and whatever, they were able to drop the cage before. I, I, 
there's not a ma- there's not a watchable match on that WCW card. Well, I mean Richard Morton and Robert Gibson. I feel like we we might. Have I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you just have to look at what's the shortest. Uh, well, I, 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 I'm Anderson probably. <laughs> well, I'm thinking this might be another howl at the moon because that WWF <laughs> card ain't exactly hitting either. Yeah. Yeah. Because tell me where there's a decent match there. Well, you said there was one at the beginning there that was two decent. Oh, uh, Hart, Bret Hart, and Bret and, Hart and, and Mr. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that'll work. But the rest of it, that WCW card is filthy awful. That was. This is the first. Oh shit! Flair left. What now? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. Well, that'll, well, if we were supposed to do a watch along, I didn't think we'd be, that's already, how do we get to an hour and a half? Because we did two shows. Yeah, that's fair. But I didn't think there was that much to talk about in two shows. Yeah. So, we'll produce on the fly here. Okay. Um, I think we should stop and start up again. Okay. Would you rather do the watch along? Or would you rather talk about either the Marvels or Loki? Uh, I would probably combine those two things, and then we could do a watch along at some other time. We can leave it on the same record. Like I'll just edit it, so that's fine. We wouldn't have to restart it. It's just it's just the magic of editing. I ain't got nothing to do. All right, so if you're the end of the freaking wrestling podcast, y'all, we were going to watch along. Hey, by the way, uh, the Steiners won. They beat Sting and Luger. Uh, Nikita uh, interfered. It was terrible. They're still World Tag Team Champions. So we're going to end this part here, and then we're going to get in our – Cornette and them have a time machine. We're going to get into our multiverse machine and jump into uh something else. So we'll see you on the other side for the wrestling people. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Marvel Hacks. Uh it is it's a lot to talk about, y'all. Honestly. Hey, well I'm gonna change my background so I know I'm talking about a different show. Because that's gonna be one of these things. Let me change my uh background filter. Let, let, let me put up these fellas here. Can we take where, where are they? Yeah. There he is. Edit. Give me I am going to edit it. Okay, no problem. I'm gonna get a beer. 